hello, 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 hello. Uh, it's me, Rebecca Conran, on the Energy Report, with the Energy Report, on the New Story Podcast. And the week we're looking at this week is February 10th through the 16th, mid-February 2020. We want to remember those themes that we talked about in the beginning of the year. If you need a refresher, really have another listen to that uh, first podcast that I did for 2020. You know, this is a year about restriction and limitation, not as a punishment, but as a way to get us to sink more clearly into our worlds, into our lives, into our goals. You know, um, my, uh, my chart, my birth chart is ruled by Saturn because I'm a rising Capricorn. And that means that my life is marked by limitation and responsibility. Uh, but that hasn't stopped me from having a sense of humor, being an artist, being creative, um, having a lot of love in my life and romance and fun. Uh, it hasn't stopped any of that. But what it has done is it's helped guide me into finding where my potential is best used. Um, and sometimes that's what limitation and restriction does. It stops us from charging ahead into something that we might, you know, be willing to happen. And it says, hey, wait, 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 slow down there. Okay, is this really for your highest good? Are you really motivated from a place of what is in your best interests? Or are you motivated from a place of gratification and wounding? Um, so although we are in this four year of slowing down, of uh, really paying attention to the details, being really connected to our simple self-care every day, and I say simple because it seems like simple shit, but it is so hard to enact. Do you know how many of my clients uh, and, and myself as well in the past like have a hard time just sitting, not drinking coffee, not getting fucked up, not eating shit, just have a hard time just feeding yourself nutritious food, meditating for 10 minutes, moving your body for 20 minutes every day. You know, these simple acts of care for ourselves on the practical level, uh, they, they are so overlooked. Resting is so overlooked. A good night's sleep. You know, a lot of the things that we overlook that are best for us, that we might see as limitations. You know, we want to we push past it. Oh, well, I don't want to have like FOMO. So I want to go out every night. I don't want to miss out, but we're not honoring our limitations, but I'm tired. So maybe I shouldn't go out. Right. So this year, 2020, it's about honoring our limitations and really seeing where we are at and not seeing it as a punishment, but wherever we are at moving from that place in reality. Okay. So you know, I, I hear a lot of people, and I think this is going to come up this week pretty heavy. I hear a lot of people telling me how much they want to be in a relationship and how hurt they are that they're not in one. Believe you me, I've been there. I've been there. But the reality may be, if your relationships all look the same, and it's a place of frustration 
wounding and difficulty for you, then you might need to honor the fact that this is not your time to engage in partnership just right now, this moment. That doesn't mean forever. That doesn't mean for the whole year. That might mean for a month, three months, six months. Can you honor where you're at? Can you say, you know what? I don't fucking know how to be in a healthy relationship. So maybe the relationship with myself is what I need to focus on. Because if I'm not in a healthy relationship with myself, then I'm not going to be mirroring that in others. And maybe saying, yeah, it's a limitation. It's a restriction to be on your own for six months. But it's worth it if you are honoring yourself to such a degree, putting the focus on yourself, taking the focus away from other people that you may be inadvertently making your higher power and really connecting into your higher power, spirit, nature, whatever that is for you and learning to uh, honor the restrictions and limitations and not see it as a punishment, but see it as the next level of your learning, the next level of uh, your evolution and your growth. Maybe what it takes for you to engage in a healthy relationship is to stop engaging in relationships right now and work on your relationship to self, become engaged to yourself, marry yourself, right? Date yourself. These are important things. And you don't have to go on Instagram and post a picture of a fucking engagement ring you bought yourself. You can if you want, but that's not what this is about. This isn't about going around being like, I'm dating myself to everybody. Nobody needs to know. You don't have to explain it to anybody. It's nobody's fucking business what you're doing, right? So you don't have to feel embarrassed or concerned that it might look weird to other people. It doesn't matter what it looks like to anybody else. It's nobody's business. You got to do you. Date yourself. Romance yourself. Take care of yourself. Um, that's going to come up big time right now if you are single and if you have any kind of codependent uh, addictions going on in your life. Let's get into this week. The energy report for February 10th through the 16th. The theme... I am willing to embody my spirit. This I got from uh, the yoga deck by Olivia H. Miller, and it went with the meditation that I pulled. I love to use oracle decks and tarot decks uh, for writing my energy reports and in my everyday life. So on a morning, I will sit and I will pull card. I will light a candle. Well, I do a lot of things in the morning, but... Um, I like to clear the energy of my house. I like to sit. I like to light a candle. And I like to pull some cards, even for the yoga that I do. So I do yoga every day for about 20 minutes, just stretching. I'm not doing some power hour vinyasa usually. Um, I'm doing, I might do a little bit of that, but typically my cardio is in dance, uh, which I also do on a morning. I like to put my headphones in and dance around for 20 minutes and just go nuts. It helps wake up my body, and that's my that's my fitness routine. But with my yoga, I like to pull cards. I have an oracle deck. It's called the Yoga Deck by Olivia H. Miller. And in it, there are breathing techniques, there are meditations, and there are yoga poses. So what I'll do is I'll pull a sequence of 12 cards 
and uh, intuitively I will set up my own little stretching sequence. And it also shows me where, you know, maybe I'm not always super tapped into my body, so I'm inviting spirit to help me to decipher kind of like where the meridians and lymphatic, uh, the lymph points are that um, need extra support. And it's usually very cohesive, like if I'm working on the legs, I'm really working on the legs, I'll pull all the leg cards. Um, so this deck is really great. I love it so much. Uh, it's very helpful, especially if you need that little bit of extra inspiration. You know, sometimes, like, even though we know all the things, we know all the tools, it can still be hard to sit and be like, okay, well, what am I going to do next, right? Especially if you're tired. So this helps me to eliminate that, just like when I pull, I'll pull an oracle card on a morning, um, or I will... Um, you know, read a passage from a, a book, like a Louise Hay book or something. And that will inspire me to start thinking about something that is spiritual or important. Um, that's not just like, why did so-and-so say this to me the other day? And did I take the garbage out? And all of the shit that your mind can get caught up in. Not that those things are not important to think about, but when I wake up, the first thing I want to do is I want to fill my brain with the affirmations that are important to me, that keep me in the flow, that keep me in my faith and my optimism, right? Um, and I let the rest of the day do the uh, brain pummeling, right? So so the, um, the theme I've pulled today is I am willing to embody my spirit. And it's going to come up in the ritual uh, because it's part of it. The tarot that I pulled is the Five of Pentacles. This is not the easiest tarot card, okay? It really makes you feel left out in the cold. And a lot of times that's the image on the front of the uh, tarot card is people walking around, they're in poor health, and they're outside, they feel outside in the cold. Pentacles are the suit of the physical world. Five represents finding balance between the spiritual and material world, as well as taking your life into your own hands and being more independent. Now, the downside of this can be feeling like an outsider, uh, feeling like you don't have any support. It can also mean that there are some financial material or health challenges and changes that you're going through right now. Um, I think, like, even as we heal our health, we feel like shit, <laughs> Right? I've been doing this like deep gut cleanse since the beginning of the year. And I tell you what, this is not easy. This is not an easy thing. It's not like, oh, I'll just do some juicing, you know, it's like uh, bob along. First of all, I'm in my late 30s and nothing is easier as you're getting older too. It's harder uh, to to do some of these things. Although because I've been so deep in my in my healing for the last 10 years, I'm sure it's easier for me than other people, but I'm doing like, uh, you know, I had to do like a deep cleanse before I even got to the part where I was doing colonics. I'm working with this woman up upstate who is, um, this, uh, you know, she's in her sixties and she's wonderful and she's just really helping me to restore my gut flora basically. And it takes months it's not something that you can just do in one session, just like a lot of the energy healing work that we do. You can't just uh, think that one session, one event is going to change everything. You need to really get uh, regular support. But even as I'm cleansing, right, like there are times when I felt like shit, you know, in the beginning, I was really like having a tough time. And as 
as I would go deeper into the cleansing, you know, you really feel like parasites in your body are fighting back and bacteria in your body is like, ah, feed me, feed me, you know, and it's tough. It's tough. So even if you're on the path of healing is what I'm meaning, you might feel like shit. You might have some health challenges and changes, even if you're doing the best for yourself. So that may be part of what this card is saying, you know, that um, this year, uh, this year, this week, um, you might not be feeling that great. You might be feeling those limitations. Um, now, again, it's important during times of limitation, as this 2020 year is, to maintain your faith in yourself and your worthiness, regardless of what appears to be happening around you. You know, abundance isn't just happening when we are feeling like abundance is happening. It's always happening. And we can't just be like, well, if everything is going great, then I'm in abundance, right? A lot of times we're in abundance and everything isn't going great. And that's the important part to tap into. We are all rich somehow. We are all abundant somehow. And staying connected to our true abundance can help us to flow through times of distress without giving up. So maybe money is tighter. Maybe you are worried about work and things like that. But there are other avenues of your life that you need to stay connected into and not throw the baby out with the bathwater, basically. In reference, again, to our physical health being run down, you know, check in with ways that you may be inadvertently abusing your body. Don't neglect the simple aspects of self-care. I'll tell you what, I used to only drink one cup of coffee in the morning, one cup, one cup, that's it, with like one or two shots of espresso in it, usually just one, and I can't tell you the difference in my body that I feel by having no cups of coffee, no cups of coffee, it, you may think, ah, it doesn't really do anything to me certain things, right? Even eating fried food, eating out all the time. Oh, it's just like, it's fine. But it is probably contributing to feelings of low emotional vibration, low physical vibration in your body in a very subtle way. If you feel very emotionally overwhelmed, the food is the first place to clean up food and substances. I promise you, you will feel more energized if you can get rid of coffee, if you, if, you, if you feel low energy in your life and you are using coffee, than if you don't, right? Because we think we're on this like coffee cycle where we're like, oh, I need coffee because I can't get up in the morning. And believe me, I love coffee. I love the taste of it. I love the ritual around it. But now I'm doing other rituals. I'm using, I'm using some, a little bit of green tea instead but in general, I'm just focusing on water, and I actually feel the most cleared that I've felt in a long time, uh, given my the other deep cleansing I've been doing, but without any kind of stimulants, without any kind of substances and stimulants. Uh, we don't need them. We don't need them. If you can't find that energy naturally, something's got to change, okay? Something has to shift. We can't be relying on outside sources of energy. It needs to be coming from within. That's how our health will stay, um, will stay in peak condition as we age. 
Okay, so don't neglect the simple aspects of self-care, of food, of nutrition, of exercise. Um, It's the most important part of our healing process. We must commit to it. Finally, with this Five of Pentacles card, each thought you have is an affirmation. Each thought you have is an affirmation. What are you affirming in terms of your material needs? So if each thought you're having is an affirmation, that thought, I'm a victim, nothing's going to work out, I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm scared, that's an affirmation of what you don't want ultimately, but you're still affirming it, right? So here's a mantra I've created for this week. And this is inspired by Louise Hay, of course, who is the grandmother of, uh, of affirmation, of mantra. Um, and I really recommend her book, You Can Heal Your Life, uh, if you haven't read it. So the mantra I've created this week, I willingly accept spirit. You can also change this for whatever God or whatever you feel aligned with. I willingly accept spirit in its full expression of love and light as a partner in all of my financial, business, physical, material dealings. With this partnership, I am able to find the right solutions in the perfect timing for me. Out of this partnership will come the answers I seek, and I happily trust in spirit to guide me forward now. If you want to read these things if you want like an email copy of these kind of newsletters and stuff you can so that you have this information you know in your email uh so that you're not just listening to it on the podcast you can find my newsletters on my website www.rebeccaconran.com under the newsletter archive or you can join you can subscribe through my website and you can receive a weekly uh, email as well with the written uh, with the written energy report. Okay, so the ritual this week is a spirit meditation. Again, it's from the Yoga Deck by Olivia H. Miller. So if you have a second right now, we can do this together. You're gonna sit quietly for a moment with your eyes closed. You're going to let your breath be slow and relaxed. So just paying attention to the breath, giving it a balance, giving it equal parts. So if you're inhaling for seven, a count of seven, then you're exhaling for a count of seven. It's always favorable to breathe in through the nose and out through the mouth. So just finding some harmony in that. I want you to visualize the lower half of your body as if it's warm, moist, vital soil. You are nature and you're visualizing layers of soil as your root chakra. And then in the upper part of your body, I want you to picture a beautiful white lotus flower blooming through the heart chakra and the upper half of your body. As you continue breathing, breathing into the essence of that lotus flower, 
repeating several times to yourself, I am willing to embody my spirit. Gazing deeply into this lotus blossom that is the embodiment of your spirit in the visualization today. What truths do you see? What message does your spirit have for you today? Breathing in deeply to those messages. You can connect to the earth and you can connect to spirit equally. Finding that balance today. Taking another deep breath. Having a nice stretch. Maybe bring your arms up above your head and just have a good old stretch out. Wiggle those fingers and toes. Coming back into the energy report. Okay, along the same lines. Uh, so that's our ritual this week, and you can do that anytime. You can also tune into this report and listen to it. If you look at what time it is right now, you can always click into this recording and do that little mini meditation, and you can do it by yourself. So that's our ritual this week. I am willing to embody my spirit. So another message I was receiving when writing this report, uh, I've discussed it a little bit, is just that we have got to honor our sensitivities at this time. Perhaps in the past, certain things didn't bother you. Probably you could tow a better line between your spiritual life and the life out there. You know, with hanging out with certain people, going to certain events, doing certain things. Uh, for me personally, in the last 10 years, as I've grown in my own healing and as a practitioner for the last seven years, you know, part of that growth has been an increased sensitivity to many things that I used to be able to tolerate. Okay, especially when it comes to chemicals, substances, and foods like I discussed earlier with caffeine and shit, uh, but also people, places, and experiences, okay? As you've been healing yourself, you've also been increasing your sensitivity to anything harsh, Wi-Fi, you know, shit like that, um, the images that you watch in movies and on television. As you've grown your beautiful minds and hearts, your body has also grown in its energetic vibration, and that requires a fine touch that avoids the harsh inventions of modern day humans sometimes. Okay, so be sure that you are checking in with yourself around your own sensitivities and making shifts accordingly. That doesn't mean go hide yourself out, become a hermit in the middle of the woods, never engage with modern technology. Um, it just means that you need to kind of find that right balance for you and, and check in with like what you're unable to tolerate and give yourself permission to 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 not tolerate certain people and places and things. You know, last year for me was was really major in cutting out any uh, sort of like old friendships. And I mean like old, like 15, 20 years, uh, where I had just sort of like, I still probably from a place of nostalgia, I am a sun and Mars in Cancer after all, uh, you know, was holding on to these sort of friendships just in my peripheral of just like, allowing certain people around, but they don't match my value system. They're not working. They're not my clients. They're not part of my spiritual community. They're not working on themselves. So bye. They're gone. That's it. They're done. No longer a part of my day-to-day -day life. 
doesn't mean I don't wish them well, that they're not like, you know, that I'm not hoping that they uh, have happy, fulfilled lives. It just means that, you know, there are certain relationships that just no longer fit my value system and they got to go. And that might be true for you of, of, of work experiences, of relationships with people, friendships, lovers, um, substances, you know, going out to certain places, pornography. I mean, there's a lot of things that it could apply to. So, you know, where do you need to make some shifts to really check in around your own sensitivities? This is big this week. Talking about sensitive bits, Monday the 2nd, uh, Monday the 10th of February, Venus is going to be conjunct Chiron, both in Aries. So Venus is uh, Venus in Aries, it values independence and individuality when it's working in con congruence with Chiron. Because when something's conjunct, they're like on top of each other. They're at the same degree in the same sign, so they're really empowering one another. So when, when Venus in Aries is working in congruence with Chiron, um, you know, that who am I energy, which is, which is very representative of Aries. Who am I? We are going to see an amplification of a need to identify ourselves. However, however, identity also causes separation, right? So as we start to dissolve identity and we start to see ourselves as one consciousness, uh, we um, might feel lost, we might feel lost where we can no longer identify ourselves. Okay, we might feel like, who the fuck am I? What's going on? If I don't, if I don't have this identity to hold on to, I'm a good girl. I'm a good boy. I'm a hard worker. I am strong. I am brave. All these things that we identify ourselves with. I am any fucking thing, right? We're starting to need identity less and less as we kill connect into the collective consciousness and we see ourselves in oneness in oneness so yes you might very well be a good girl good boy brave strong but you're also many other things you're also uh vulnerable you're also uh shy probably there's a lot of different aspects to our identities that um or rather there's a lot of aspects to who am i that need to be honored, that can't be fit into any one uh, box, right? So where we've boxed ourselves in, we might be feeling that really intensely with this uh, conjunction. So how do you also fit into the world that you've inherited? What, where do your values differ? Venus is all about values. And I think, you know, perhaps if you don't fit into the mold uh, of, of, the world that you've inherited, you might be having some painful realizations. In America, it's become more and more clear that suffering, right, Chiron energy in the people that, that uh, inhabit this country, you know, it's an oppressive energy in which no one is being valued, right, or Venus energy, or lifted into the dignified experience that all humans deserve. And when our collective hurts, no matter how far away we feel that resonance. So in America, you know, this is really painful right now because so many people want things to change. Even Trump supporters uh, uh, want things to change so that they have their immediate needs met. Is it ignorant the way that they've 
are going about it, yeah, is it fear-based the way that it's expressed? Yes. But at, at the actual degree of what's happening is that people are not having their needs met. They are not having their everyday needs met. They don't have enough money. Uh, most of the country is sick, sick and suffering. And out of that comes more sick and suffering. Okay, so we in America right now are feeling really frustrated, really frustrated, because what we're seeing in the Republican Party and the Democratic Party is that neither of these parties or the people in power care about human needs on the everyday person's level. Um, and yes, I do mean that in the Democratic Party. Uh, the Democratic Party is exceptionally flawed, and because we see them as not as bad as the Republican Party, we sometimes overlook the fact that this is the party of the paid prison systems. It's the billionaire class party, too, okay? Um, and it's also in, it's so frustrating to see the Democratic Party again and again uh, disrupt the people's needs by uh, trying to um, trying to get rid of uh, candidates like Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders uh, who have progressive um, what we're calling socialists, but what are really, you know, they have human agendas. They're humanists. They're human humanitarians. And uh, this is so frustrating in America right now. It's so frustrating to the American people to time and time again see lies and deceit uh, in, in terms of politics. And so we are really feeling this heavily right now, that the values that we have individually as an evolving society don't match these archaic systems, um, and it's a wound, Right, the values that we're evolving into don't match how we need to heal our wounds. Or rather, no, that's not the right to, way to say it. The wounds that we have as a society, we individually are evolving in ways to heal those wounds, but the old archaic structures aren't shifting. So we're not able to progress in the ways that we really want to in the in the time like now, right? We're seeing it's like always postponed, it's postponed. So um, this is something that, in, especially in America, we're really going to be feeling all year because this is an election year, and especially during this Mercury retrograde period that's coming up, we're going to see a lot of lies and deceit and manipulation coming out around not taking care of people, not taking care of ourselves, not valuing ourselves, not valuing one another. And if you have any kind of a conscience and self-responsibility, which I'm, I know all of these, the listeners on this podcast do have, that's why you're here, that's why you're listening, it can be very frustrating and very hurtful. It can be very hurtful to see, you know, it hurts us when our fellow man is, is being oppressed and, and treated poorly. Um, so we feel that, we feel that resonance. Um, so Venus is is about what we need to feel loved and how we love. Um, and to become conscious of the wounding and suffering in our fellow man and to love them anyway, unconditionally, and to encompass that unconditional love for ourselves, that's going to be our work on this day. 
okay? If we don't, if we're not able to, to tap into that, and you might not be able to tap into that all the time, right? But if you understand it as an idea that you're working on, that's the most important part. You know, it, it, it isn't possible to always feel super connected to that unconditional love and compassion for all human beings. You know, sometimes, you know, I, I feel like a pretty open person. And even when I, when I think about Donald Trump, I can, I can like conceptualize like, um, I mean, I just like think he's, I, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I don't have to express what I think you're all thinking it too, but there's one person who really pisses me off and it's Piers Morgan. And I don't know if it's cause he's British and I'm British. Uh, but like, I just can't stand this guy. And I often have to be like, whoa, like, can you find a part of unconditional love for this person? And it's hard. It's a struggle. Right. And, and like, I guess it's easier for me with Trump because I, I can see his mother you know, and I look at, at his mother and the energy around that. And I think this person has just been, you know, is so far away from any kind of love like that. It's, it's actually fucking sad. It is just absolutely sad that somebody, you know, but, um, and true, the truth is probably the same for Piers Morgan, but I haven't wrapped my head around it yet. Anyway, um, I'm really gabbing on. I'm waxing on this today and uh and I haven't actually even finished the fucking report yet. <laughs> I'm super chatty this morning, y'all. Um okay. So that is all on the 10th, Monday the 10th, Venus conjunct Chiron both in Aries. Um make sure that we're taking care of our most basic needs for care. Okay? Um you might feel really sensitive on this day as our wounding becomes a touchstone for our current learning. In order to heal our suffering, we have to value ourselves differently and we have to tap into that. Who am I? I am love. Who am I? I am love. Okay. Friday. The whole week is going to go by without any anything major going on, but it's going to be what I think is going to be kind of an emotional week because where Mercury is in the shadow of retrograde, it's going to slow down and it's going to go retrograde at the end of the week. So all week we're going to feel overly emotional and especially Friday the 14th, Valentine's Day, the moon is going to be in Scorpio all day on this day. And as it's two days out from Mercury retrograde in Pisces, we're going to feel probably issues regarding deep-rooted you know, psychological stuff, you know, around relating with others, as well as any other psychological issues that might be surfacing with addictions and obsessions. So as some of you know, of all the addictions that I've had, meth, heroin, cocaine, alcohol, the hardest one to get a handle of has been codependency. So if you imagine a baby that's mother uses heroin in the womb and that baby comes out as an addict, it's a product of its of its um, experience. Codependency is is similar in that its roots can be so su- subtle that you can't actually understand where you got this addiction from, right? Uh, it's hard to figure out. You learn how to relate to other human beings by being taught addictive, disruptive, and toxic behaviors by your caregivers and unpacking that subtle material from your conscious, from your unconscious places 
in my experience, it can be as painful as heroin withdrawal. And I'm not saying that lightly at all. It can be as painful to have codependent addictions as withdrawal from heroin. It is really painful. So don't take it lightly. If you have these things, like, you got to be so gentle on yourself. And I'm not saying any of this stuff to blame our parents. You know, they also come from these experiences, uh, the same experiences, right? It's subtle in them, too, the way that they are codependent. And, and um, but we do need, we need to have this generosity of spirit towards ourselves around codependency, which is where we feel that we need another human being to complete us, yet we again and again have toxic relationships with others that um, create these really uh, painful experiences. If you've been feeling down about the way you relate to others, use Valentine's Day, this day which is sometimes tough for a lot of people, as a day to deep dive into yourself, to romance yourself. Ultimately, you are the best partner you're ever going to have, whether you are in a relationship or not. That will be the case. Interdependence, that's the goal here. And that's, that's where you know you are whole and you are seeking others who know that they are whole too. So this is a great day if you are struggling to simply choose yourself and marinate in a sense of wholeness just as you are. Um, romance yourself, care for yourself, as we were discussing earlier. And, you know, if you're ha- struggling with codependency, then working with someone like me or someone else can be very beneficial to unpack that material to guide you through it. That's something that really comes up a lot in my uh, self-healing mentorship. Uh, we really get to work through that inner child stuff that needs that extra care. So if that's something that you're interested in, Uh, On my website under mentorship, you can kind of examine that course. It's a four-month course, which actually helps you to sink into um, understanding and changing in a way that you couldn't just by having one session. Uh, It helps you to kind of like see that you actually come come a long way in four months' time. You give yourself the opportunity to actually grow uh, in a, in a, in a healthy pace. Um, okay. So Sunday, the 16th of February, the end of the week, Mars is going to enter Capricorn, which is a big yay. Uh, and then Mercury is going to retrograde at 12 degrees Pisces, which is a big, mm, meh. (laughs) I'll just say it's a big meh because I don't think this Mercury retrograde is going to be very easy. Uh, but that doesn't mean that we need to like get all bummed out about it, but we might just kind of surrender to the fact that, okay, well, things are not going to be that easy, uh, over the next couple months. Uh, not that they've been easy so far, but I've definitely felt, uh, energized to pay attention to myself, to get shit done for my physical needs, my physical care. And I think if we are living in congruence with what the times and the energy are telling us we're slowing down when we're asked to we're speeding up when we can if you're living in that natural flow we will feel much less uh intensity during these times if we're not living in the flow then we're definitely going to feel whacked across the head sometimes with the with the different vibrations that we're uh that we're um 
meeting. So let's start with Mars. Mars is our action, aggression, assertion, collective energy field. It's exalted in Capricorn, uh, which we have been highly attuned to this Capricorn energy through our current Saturn, Pluto, and South Node transits. So like we've been in this vibe. We know this vibe. We're kind of getting to be pros at this vibe. Mars in Capricorn is here to get shit done, okay, on the physical, personal uh, level. It ups the ante when it comes to being able to be disciplined. We can work hard. We can feel motivated with this energy. It's the energy of like, okay, well, I'm going to do a cleanse. It's going to take six weeks, but I'm going to get through it. Um, that is the key with this with this current time is to stay, you know, uh, to stay in the self-discipline, to stay within the, uh, within the modes of our, of our limitations and restrictions right now, especially as Mercury and Pisces has our heads in the clouds, you know, uh, this transit with Mars and Capricorn can really help us to keep, keep up with our work, to keep motivated, um, and to especially, again, rely on diet and exercise as practical self-care tools, um, Mars in Capricorn is going to help us to persist, even if times is tough. Okay, so I think that Mars in Capricorn is a great energy. It's steady, it's uh, strong, it's leadership, it's earthy, it will help us to stay grounded. Fantastic. We're going to need it because on this day, the 16th, Mercury is going to retrograde for three weeks uh, at 12 degrees Pisces. So I discussed this Mercury retrograde at length last week, which you can read in my newsletter or re-listen to. Mercury is the planet that is closest to the sun, and when it's retrograde, it appears to go backwards. The symbolic nature of this draws us inwards, okay? It's a review period. We spend about 30% of our time in a Mercury retrograde. It happens three times a year. So it's just another facet of our lives that we can accept and work with in harmony or we can resist and find pain in it. It's really up to us. It's up to you how you deal with it. Um, these retrograde periods offer us the opportunity to go back, to look over the work that we've been doing before we move forward, to tie up loose ends, unfinished business. It's a slowdown, check-in. And it's necessary so that we can say, hey, what am I doing here and why? Um, the themes of Pisces are Neptunian, and they're all about breaking down our shadow or the hidden aspect of our personalities that unconsciously cause disruptive patterns of behavior. Mercury is the mind. So where are the disruptive patterns of behavior uh, originating in our minds, and our beliefs? I, for one, am so grateful when my patterns are revealed and can be healed, even though it is some of the most painful times in my life. Um, because... I am then able to choose differently. I'm able to be connected to my choice. And ultimately, it leads me to always make spirit my higher power instead of people, things, experiences. Um, so that said, though, this Mercury in Pisces retrograde uh, projection and pain are going to be heightened for our collective at this time. So you have to use your connection to your spirituality to buoy you through it. Heart-centered meditations, gratitude lists, creativity of all forms, uh, and realistic connection to our behaviors is going to be helpful during the next two months. Okay, get grounded. Stay in your heart. Stay in your compassion. 
Um, but realistically look at any of your own behaviors, your thoughts, you know, what am, what are my mental affirmations every day? These are the things that are going to want to be looked at during Mercury uh, retrograde in Pisces. All right, loves, what a super long fucking energy report this week. Thank you to all the supporters of the Energy Report podcast and newsletter. If you enjoy this podcast, if it helps you, please consider exchanging energy with me and supporting uh, this podcast's availability uh, by becoming either a monthly patron or a one-time Venmo donor. You can uh, donate through the uh, link in my show notes. I ask that... uh, you know, if you make a Venmo donation, uh, that you consider making a donation for the year of $52. That's a dollar per week, a dollar per energy report. And this helps us to have an even exchange of energy between us and keep the flow going. But of course, if you cannot donate that much, you can donate any amount or you can donate more if you're feeling real generous. Um, my album Yin is out. It's a sound meditation and energy healing. It is on all of the streaming platforms, Rebecca Conran Yin, Y-I-N. But you can also purchase it for $11 via Bandcamp, which is linked in the show notes also. Uh, I have a series of sound baths coming up upstate New York in Calicoon and Mountaindale. Um, and I will actually have some shows coming up in New York City in March uh, but that is to, on March the 20th, I'm supposed to play Berlin in the Lower East Side. So if you're in New York, mark your calendars with that. Uh, and hopefully I'll have some other shows coming up. I will also be in New York City treating in Greenpoint, Brooklyn on Sunday the 23rd and Monday the 24th with limited availability. Payment is required in advance to hold your booking please contact me directly with the time and date you wish to book on Sunday the 23rd or Monday the 24th and the length of session, either 60 or 90 minutes. However, I work with people all over the world via video, chat, uh, and uh, phone sessions. So I work remotely with my energy work and my mediumship. If you need support, you can uh, book a session with me. These deep Uh, these deep and profound sessions. You can read through the testimonials of other people's, um, uh, how they have, it's affected them via my website. Um, And uh, and I look forward to working with you one-on-one. You can find all the information for that and you can book directly online, www.rebeccaconran.com. All right, love, that's it for today. I will speak to you next week. Happy Valentine's Day. Sending you lots of love. And um, and I'm just so grateful for each and every one of you. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs>